0: Introduction to Ardors and Endurances. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Diana Schmidt. Ardors and Endurances by Robert Nichols. Excerpt from An Introduction to the Scientific Study of English Poetry by Mark Liddell. My thanks are due to the editor of the Times and of the Nation, to the editors of the Palatine Review, and to Messrs. Blackwell, Oxford, the publishers of Oxford Poetry, 1915, and Oxford Poetry, 1916, for permission to reprint certain of these poems. R. M. B. N. 1917. Introduction 1 of the nature of the poet we are often so impressed by the power of poetry that we think of it as something made by a wonderful and unusual person we do not realize the fact that all the wonder and marvel is in our own brains that the poet is ourselves he speaks our language better than we do merely because he is more skillful with it than we are his skill is part of our skill his power Of our power. Generations of English speaking men and women have made us sensible to these things, and our sensibility comes from the same source that the poet's power of stimulating it comes from. Given a little more sensitiveness to external stimuli, a little more power of associating ideas, a coordination of the functions of expression somewhat more apt, a sense of rhythm somewhat keener than the average, Given these things, we should be poets, too, even as he is. He is one of us. 2. Of what English poetry consists English poetry is not a rhythm of sound, but a rhythm of ideas, and the flow of attention stresses, i.e., varying qualities of words and cadence, which determines its beauty is inseparably connected with the thought, for each of them is a judgment of identity. Or a judgment of relation, or an expression of relation, and not a thing of mere empty sound. He who would think of it as a pleasing arrangement of vocal sounds has missed all chance of ever understanding its meaning. There awaits him only the barren generalities of a foreign prosody, tedious, pedantic, fruitless. And he will flounder ceaselessly amid the scattered timbers of its iambuses. Spondees, Dactyls, Tribrox, Never Reaching the Firm Ground of Truth An Introduction to the Scientific Study of English Poetry by Mark Liddell Published by Grant Richards, 1902 This remarkable book establishing English poetry as a thing governed from within by its own necessities and not by rules of aesthetics imposed on it from without formulates principles which, unperceived, have governed English poetry from the earliest times, which find their greatest exemplar in Shakespeare, and which, though beginning to be realized by the less pedantic of the moderns, are in its pages for the first time lucidity expounded, and, such is their adequacy, can, in the end, only be regarded as indubitably proven." R.M.B.N. 1917 End of introduction